Good morning. This is Father's Day, and I definitely want to wish our father a happy Father's Day and all the dads as well. And you know, I thought that a few days ago, Jim is celebrating his heavenly Father's Day with his earthly father and his heavenly father. Isn't that an amazing thought? What a wonderful day for him. This morning, I wanna say just a couple of things. One is, I know it feels different, and I'm, I think this is ringing. Um, it feels different to have the order changed this way, but it was inspired, and let me tell you why. Sometimes, at the end of the worship, it feels like we just want to go on and on and on with worship and not just have to do other business. It, is it still ringing? I, I really can't move it too much. Do I need to move it? Okay. And so that sounds better, I think. And so in order to avoid that feeling of just having to cut off the worship and keep moving along to get everything in, we thought, well, what if we just do something radical <laughs> and take care of the business end of things first and get into the word and the worship without any barrier, no, no uh, end in sight necessary. Let the Lord move and be God in any way he wants to be. And that was the reason for doing it, not just for some goofy reason. <laughs> and I'm not saying we will do that every week, but I think today it's a good thing. I do have a message this morning that I feel very close to my heart. It's short and I won't hold you long, I promise, but we're gonna look at a father who had a lot of problems and that is King David. He's one of my favorite Bible characters, but my goodness, he had some major, major failures as a dad. I mean, he really struggled with some, you know, uh, relationship issues with his kids and the example that he did not set for his family. Yet the Lord called David and anointed him from a very young age to be the king of Israel. But throughout his life, his own character flaws, his lack of good judgment, and his unwise actions, he displayed these poor fathering skills. And as a result of that, he experienced some very troubling problems. And you can read about these in 2 Samuel and pretty much the whole, the whole, uh, the whole chapter of uh, 2 Samuel, about 10 through 14 or so. Claire and Evan, if you would work for me again, I've got a handout I want to give to you. If you would just pass one out to each person. Thank you very much, I appreciate it. This is a little chart that I borrowed from a website on the internet called Agape Bible Study website. 
and it's a great resource. I've only used it twice, but this chart I thought was so good, so concise, and I tried my best to copy it on double-sided on this, print, this printer here. I could not get it to cooperate, so you have two pages. Sorry about that. <clears throat> but this is a comparison of the triumphs and the tragedies of King David. And it lists each one that was, you know, brought forth in this Bible study that I, that I read. And none of that Bible study is in here. It's all what you see right there, by the way. But I wanna just hit a few of the highlights of David's fathering issues that he had. Everything from the baby who was born out of wedlock. Thank you, sweetie. And then the Lord taking the baby's life when it was born, and that was a very high price for him to have to pay. Another son raping and impregnating his sister, David's daughter. His other son, the good son, taking revenge against that brother and killing him. Then the good son creating a coup to take over David's own throne and overthrow his father. Terrible, terrible things. But always, always, David repented of his sin, his part in the issue, his failure to teach and, you know, make his sons do right. And he recommitted his faith in God many times. You know, God in his wisdom used the tragedies and the, the triumphs for David. And I think even the tragedies that much more to teach him and to capture his heart in such a way that God was able to say of David, he's a man after my own heart. Think about it. All the things that David failed at, yet because of his repentant heart and his never dying faith in who God was, even when he misbehaved badly, God said he's a man after my own heart. Further to that point in Luke 5, 31, Jesus said these words. The whole are not in need of a, of a physician, but the sick. Jesus came for those who had failures. He came for those who had sin and problems, living life, a normal life. So failure is not a trait that scares God away or that invalidates a life from faith in God and even being used by God for very special purposes because David always went to God to obtain mercy. In Psalm 112, this would be our text this morning if you want to turn to Psalm 112. David wrote these words. Psalm 
And I told you this was near and dear to my heart. And it is. David said, I lift up mine eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. So even when we feel all alone, we feel confused, we feel doubtful, when you've tried and failed miserably, when you wish you could start all over and do things again, when you feel the fear of the unknown, lift up your eyes. Look to the mountains, representing the Lord, of course. There's hope. David continues writing, he will not let your foot slip, verse 3. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Psalm 112, we're in verse 4. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither sleep, neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. Thank the Lord for the cool air this morning. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm, and he will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going both now and forevermore. What a beautiful, beautiful transformation of a mess of a life, even one that was called and anointed by God to write such beautiful assurances that we know that from now and forevermore, the Lord watches our life from the morning till the night and through the night. I want to be like David. I want to have that kind of heart. James 4, 6 through 8 says, But he giveth more grace. Wherefore, he says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to the Lord, and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your heart, you double-minded. In 2 Samuel 22, 22 through 25, David said, For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I told you he never forgot who God was. Even when he failed, he knew who God was and went to God for help. So he can say, I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from God. For all his judgments were before me. And as for his statutes, I did not depart from them. I was also upright before him and I have kept myself from mine iniquity. Therefore, 
the Lord hath recompensed me according to my cleanness in his eyesight. The Lord saw him as clean because of his repentant heart. So it doesn't matter the depth of the failure, the depth of the sin or the brokenness. And David had many of these, but he never rejected God, but he brought his brokenness to him and God cleansed his hands and his heart for service. And the Lord saw him as righteous. Yes, I want to have a humble heart like David did. This week, as I was preparing this, the Lord gave me the words to a song, and I've not been able to get the melody uh, fully done yet, so I'm just going to read you the words. The name of this song is Like David Did. Give me just a minute. Maybe you failed a test and you can relate to this too. When I fail to pass the test and I haven't done my best, sometimes I think my life's been in vain but I look to the mountain for help once again, and I say, I need you, Lord, like David did. Like David did when he lost his way, the cost was high that he had to pay. He failed to teach right from wrong, and his family was weak instead of strong. But he never rejected God. He brought his brokenness, all that he had. Lord, give me a humble heart like David did. When my foot starts to stumble, David said, you never slumber. You set a watch over my life and you keep me from harm deep into the night. Now I bring you all of my failures, all of my shame, and I ask you to wash me clean like David did. Like David did when he lost his way, the cost was high that he had to pay. He failed to teach right from wrong and his family was weak, not very strong but he never rejected his God. He brought his brokenness, all that he had. Lord, give me a humble heart like David did. We're gonna go into worship at this time. And I hope that the presence of the Lord is real to you in a very real way that can help us to understand these words to our own life, our own application, that there may be things that we need to say, Lord, forgive me, help me start all over, help me do better, and give me that humble heart 
like David did.